Pops and Pop Culture, a Riverdale Rewatch podcast. I'm Maya. And I'm Luke, and we are here to talk about all things pop culture and dissect the wildest show on TV. And that's not our intro. What is our intro? That's not our intro? I don't think we say, and we're here. Am I forgetting other intros? I think it's fine. I think it's fine. (laughs) Um, Well, it's a good thing that we had that situation, because I didn't have anything else to talk about. Yeah, I really didn't have anything to talk about either. But we're back. I don't think we need to like spend another day talking about how we can't believe we're already on episode eleven. Six of Riverdale, episode eleven of our episode, podcast. Yeah. But yes, we are here. We're back to discuss another episode of Riverdale, um, episode or chapter six. Uh, what is it called? Run or... faster, pussycats! Yes. Kill, kill with exclamation points. Yes. Quite an interesting title, which we will be getting into in a new yes. segment that we are introducing. <laughs> um, but before we talk about that, let's talk about the writer and the director. Um, the director and writers are both new. We have not seen them Ooh. before. Um, the director is Stephen A. Adelson. And the writers are Tessa Lee Williams and Nicholas Zwart. That's spelled Z-W-A-R-T. Not entirely sure how to pronounce that one. Um, it, this episode did pretty well, reviews-wise. It got um, 91%, so there was 10 fresh, 1 rotten, um, in terms of Rotten Tomato score. And it got um, an average score of 8.42 out of 10. So I think that's in the higher end, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then it, when it originally aired, it had 1.09 million viewers. So a little bit more than the previous week. So. Cool. Well, I think that um, the new writers and directors, like, I think switching it up has been a good move for them. Yeah, the last two weeks. I mean, I know nothing about any of them, but (laughs) I think it was, like, the first three episodes of the same writer and director. Yeah. And I think once they started switching them up, like, it got a lot better. We're very, like, knowledgeable, and we're (laughs) noticing these trends. Yes. (laughs) These very, like, (laughs) high-level analytics right now. (laughs) Um, but should we introduce the new segment that we promised on our like, yes. very first episode so that we if haven't you listen... delivered on? <laughs> if you listen to our very first episode, I talked about how every episode of Riverdale, it has the same name as an old movie and that there's some parallels in the plots. I don't know how much yeah. because i've never watched any I've, of these but i've been looking up some of the older movies i've been like looking them up as we've gone and actually like based on the descriptions it seems like they're somewhat inspired like it does seem like they're matching a little bit so but so we've decided to read the google description of every movie title that mm-hmm. riverdale uses um because we're not committed enough to actually mm-hmm. watch the movies you can but... go to a different Riverdale rewatch podcast for that <laughs> high-level um, commitment. But I think this this title really caught our eyes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So okay, I'll just read it. I haven't even read it yet, so <laughs> we'll see. <it. laughs> First impressions. Rest. 
<laughs> Russ Meyer's cult favorite follow sadistic go-go dancers Varla, Rosie, and Billy as they break free from the nightclub where they perform and race out to the desert to stir up a little mayhem. After karate expert Varla kills an innocent man, the voluptuous trio <laughs> takes his girlfriend hostage as they attempt to wheedle a hidden fortune from a misogynistic old man and his muscle-bound, brain-damaged son. Okay. <laughs> so, I, what? I don't I, think okay. I understood the word. <laughs> Out of most of them, I feel like this makes the least, like, direct connections. Um, okay, I kind of see where they're going with, like, the, um, like, they're trying to rescue a hostage element. Oh, there's okay. like that aspect and there's I like brain damage son like there's that aspect too a little bit um i don't really understand the breaking free from a nightclub the sadistic go-go dancers are the pussycats Jersey but they're not the breaking cats? free from a yeah that... the nightclub that part this doesn't make sense like i think maybe it just they were looking for a t- movie title that had the word pussycats in it and this is I the agree. only one That's that they could find so then they like did their best to uh make the plot match it to the best of the Did they? I wonder which one they picked first, like the title or the um, Well, I'm guessing the actual plot of that. Episode. I feel like they probably at the beginning of their, when they're planning out the whole season, they maybe like found, they're trying to find a movie that had the word pussycat in it, and then this is the one that they found, so then they were like okay, this needs to be one of them so we're gonna try and figure out which one this closely, the most closely matches. <laughs> That's my interpretation. I think, yeah, that would probably make the most sense. And this is the episode where the Pussycats get their time to shine the most so far. Yeah. So, So, what did you think of this episode, Luke? Um, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought we got some good moments. Some good songs. And, (laughs) um, and of course, the romance that we've been waiting for. So I think we were served a good amount. What did you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think they like keep getting better and better every week. Yeah. Like I feel like they found their footing and which we know they will lose (laughs) at some point, but at least they have it for now. So Yeah. I think this was another episode in a series of good Riverdale episodes. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, But I feel like we should just get started. Um, So I guess I can start. Um, We kind of have the classic Jughead narration scene. Um, And he's, this time his narration is all about fear. Um, And so he's just talking about all of the fear in the town. Um, And there's a lot of fear, I guess. And we get like some uh, throwback scene of Betty and Polly as kids which doesn't make the most sense but mm-hmm. that's how we get introduced to this episode and then we see betty talking with alice so she's back um <laughs> oh really quick retreat. i actually just found out like a fun fact about um the actress who plays alice today um i don't know how to mm. pronounce her name so i'm just not gonna try but she was well she's best known for Twin Peaks, but she was also in Gil- Gilmore Girls. Oh. So, do you remember Sherry from Gilmore Girls? No, who's Sherry? Sherry um, was Christopher's 
oh. girlfriend slash oh, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like she looks, she looks so different now. Like that's I would have never made that connection. What? So that's Alice. Yeah. Oh, but I feel like that's she's Alice. nice in that show. They must. I feel like Sherry's like yeah. pretty good. No, she's really nice in that show, but yeah. Um, I just like would not have recognized her. Like it's, hmm. it's crazy. But anyways, so Alice and Betty are talking, and Betty asked to invite Jughead over for breakfast. That was just, like, weird. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, like, invite him over for dinner, but breakfast is just the weirdest meal to invite Jughead is just over at her house in the most weird circumstances. It's very true. Um, But anyways, then we see them having breakfast together, and everyone's quiet. There's just, like, a... A lot of like awkward clinking of the forks on the plates. Um, <laughs> but then, a lot. oh, I didn't notice that, but I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Alice basically accuses Jughead of starting Betty's obsession with Jason's murder, and then Betty says, "Actually, I was the one who asked Jughead to help me with this." Um, and then Jughead asks to go to the bathroom, and Alice offers to take him. Just the amount that so they find out the, the real that he's reason at her house. Like, how does he him. not know where the bathroom is? Like, how does he not know where the bathroom is? Well, but, most of the time he comes to her house. Doesn't he usually like sneak in? Yeah, but I feel like he's so, been over enough to know where the bathroom. But is. But it was all. It was all. But yes, like a, it was what's all the a word. Which, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why they need a whole plan just to, like, sneak into her purse. What about just when her parents are out, like... Or just when they, her parents are in the other out? room? Like, <laughs> is her purse never well, left unattended? And how long does it take to take some, to show someone where the bathroom is? Like, aren't you just like, oh, like, here it is, like, right down the hall to the right. Like, or like, oh, just You don't walk, wait outside like, the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know... But, they needed a way Anyways. to incorporate Jughead into the scene. And yes. so that's how they went about doing this. Mm-hmm. So then Betty is looking through her mom's things and she finds her checkbook and she starts taking pictures of her checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I did not initially realize what that was, but we later, or I later found out it was a checkbook. Um, mm-hmm. But then we see Archie, um, he's auditioning for the variety show. Which is, I guess, a musical, uh, like, show that the school is putting on in their auditorium. It's pretty cutthroat. Yeah, and he is playing an original song, or he's at least trying to play an original song called I'll Try. Um, and the audience, well, there's not very many people in the audience, but the people that are there are mostly his, like, team. I think Veronica's there. Val is there. Um, and his team is making fun of him a little bit. And he's having this, like, weird vision where he sees all these people wearing a wolf mask. Did you ca- understand what that was? I was um, very confused. Was that, like, a... I interpret... Like, in my head, those are bulldog ma- masks. But now that I think about that, that makes, like, zero sense. Oh, well, because at the very beginning, when Jughead is, like, having his narration thing about fear, he, like, opens his, uh, like, his... Some sort of... Um, like cabinet and then sees this like old mask from his childhood that I guess he was like scared of so then he's like picturing everyone in the audience wearing this mask 
Which I'm like, that is, like, the least developed, like, plot line ever. Like, I, I didn't this, even catch that. This mask has, like, no resonance at all. So it's just weird that he's picturing everyone wearing a mask. I mean, maybe it's like, oh, he has stage fright. But anyway, he sort of freaks out and um, isn't able to audition and runs out of the auditorium. So. And then Val is there to comfort him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, why... I'm never scared when I play football and there's like a packed stadium there, but why am I scared of performing? And um, Val says that singing brings out a vulnerability, but then he was like, well, maybe I'm just a team player and I want to, I need someone else to perform with me. Which that's like, oh, very good uh, excuse to uh, perform with Val. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So nice one, Archie. Um, and I really like Val. I think Val is, like, the nicest one. She's she's so nice. She's, like, too nice for Archie. Like, yeah, I feel like she could do better Val deserves him. better. Val and Trev. Yes. <laughs> Justice for Trev. And they should date. Val and Trev That's what date. I was saying. That's what, that's what I was saying. Yeah. We should set them up somehow. <laughs> maybe, like, season six they'll finally meet each yeah, other. Yeah, maybe season five they'll just run out of problems plot line so <laughs> they'll start bringing back these date. like no-name characters <laughs> well maybe we should tell up. the writers yeah we should tweet we should them give them some ideas because <laughs> they are running out of ideas so that would be yeah. helpful for them um but then we go back to betty and now she's with jughead and they are going through the check picture that she took and they find a picture of or they say that they see words that say the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, which they look up and is a home for troubled youth. Um, and so they know that in some way Alice has been paying the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. They don't really know why, although I guess they're assuming it's because of Polly. And they obviously want to talk to Polly. So we get the introduction of this very iconic location. That will oh, continue gosh. on for many years. <laughs> wow. Um, but then we go to lunch, and Betty and Jughead are still talking about their plan to go visit Polly, I guess, mm-hmm. at Sisters yeah. of Quiet Mercy. Um, or is it Sisterhood? No, it's just Sisters, right? It's just sisters, sisters of the Quiet Mercy or Quiet Mercy? I think it's just of Quiet Mercy. Of Quiet Mercy. Okay. Um, but then, like, Archie asks what up. I'm like, why are you talking about this when you're at, like, a table with other people? Like, it seems yeah. like something you shouldn't be, like, broadcasting. Yeah. Um, but then, um, then... We find out, like, Archie drops out of the, is dropping out of the variety show. Well, he didn't, um, audition, so he just assumes yeah. that he can't be in it. But Veronica comes, um, and I guess she convinced Kevin. So Kevin is, like, the leader of this whole variety show. He must have some um, sort of, like, leadership role in, like, the musical department of the show. Well, he's, like, the, the director of the musical. Like, yeah. once we start having our musical episodes. So he must have some um, sort of role in that department. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... So Veronica convinced Kevin to let Archie in because Kevin had heard Archie um, 
sing before, so he obviously knew how talented he was. (laughs) Um, As we all know. And then V, or Veronica, (laughs) (laughs) um, offers to sing with him because she sings like a nightingale. Yeah, and Val won't sing with Archie, so he needs a partner. Because he's too nervous to do it by himself. It's very vulnerable for him. Poor Um, Archie. And yeah, so Veronica can add singing to her many talents, including (laughs) um, cheerleading as well. So she just is able to do everything, basically. And we'll soon find out that everyone can sing, actually. So Yes. It's not very... uh, It doesn't make you stand out in Riverdale because everyone can sing. (laughs) Um, but then we go to pussycat practice, um, and Josie is getting angry with some of the other, or with the two other members, um, specifically Val, and Val, um, says that she doesn't have to deal with this diva crap when she's working with Archie, um, and so Josie finds out that she's working with Archie on some music, they're, like, co-writing songs, and she won't have that. And so Val quits. And all of a sudden, Val is a free agent for the uh, variety show. So yes. Exciting for Archie. So then we go to Andrew's construction, where Fred and Hermione are. Um, and Hermione is looking at the books, and she notices that they are running out of money. And Fred says that he's hoping to pick up a new contract um, uh, for the construction of the new development where the drive-in theater used to be. Um, But he doesn't know who the buyer is, so he wants to have Mayor McCoy over for dinner because he knows that she's involved with the deal. Mm -hmm. And so he asks Hermione to co-host with him and then she offers to host the dinner at her house because it's a little bit nicer than his house mm-hmm. which it but is pr- little, little does nicer. fred know that hermione is, is the, buyer. the buyer or at least the wife of the buyer yeah um and then well they have a little moment she like touches his chest and they look at each other and then veronica is walking by outside i don't know why she was coming to see them but she's bringing flowers to her mom because that's what any daughter would do um and she sees them making out in the whatever the window of the trailer yeah and so even though we thought this relationship was not going to be happening last episode it is definitely happening in some capacity Um, And then we see Fred and Archie, and Fred bought tickets for all of his workers to go to the variety show, and then he says that he's going to be going with Hermione, and he sort of asks Archie, like, is this okay? Like, he's a little concerned um, how Archie will feel about him dating um, another woman, because he's not, like, officially divorced with Archie's mom and it seems like he hasn't dated anyone since they were separated but Archie seems to approve yeah which 
it's surprising to me that Archie would approve if um I feel like he must know that Hiram is still married to Hermione but I don't yeah know. but he wants his dad to be happy like he doesn't know Hiram yeah. he might not like make the connection right away yeah so I mean at least he's very understanding which is good for their relationship um and then we see Josie who is talking to her mom who is the mayor which I don't know if we knew that before this. I mean, I know we've talked about this, but I don't oh, know. We might find out for the first time that they're related in this episode. Um, but Josie's talking to her, her mom about how she's worried that Val quit um, because she thinks that Val is like a very important member of their band. And Mayor McCoy pretty much just says that the most important member is Josie um, and that all of the other ones are just there to kind of help her shine um and then we also find out that her dad um Josie's dad is coming into town to see Josie perform and her mom is putting a lot of pressure on this performance um so we get a sense that her dad is like very invested in this um musical career um a little bit overbearing um and Mayor McCoy kind of says that if Josie does badly um, McCoy, Mayor McCoy will be the one that will kind of receive the criticism for it. Um, she talks about the important importance of the branding of the Pussycats, um, how if they replace Val, they need a woman of color, someone who's skinny but not skinnier than Josie to not, like, outshine her. Um, so I feel like this is a very revealing moment to understand, like, why Josie is the way that she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her parents are kind of awful to her. The theme um, in this show. <laughs> so. Yeah. But then Veronica confronts Hermione about how she saw her kissing Fred. And she's very upset by it. Um, and she asks if Hermione is going to leave her dad when he gets out of jail. And Hermione basically says she doesn't know what's going to happen, um, but she's sorry that Veronica saw that, and it must be very confusing to her. <laughs> Honestly, I felt Hermione was being, like, super, like, patronizing in yeah. that situation. Like, I would have gotten really annoyed at her. She was like, I was, what can I, I do Veronica. to help you? And then Veronica was like, she's, nothing. And like, <laughs> She's like, I understand that this is, like, really hard for you, but, like, what can I do? Yeah, I'm like, well, you created the issue, and you kind of knowingly created the issue, so. Yeah. That's what you could do, is not create the issue in the first place. But um, then we go back, and we see Archie and Val, and they're singing in the break room, which is kind of a public place to be practicing music together. Um, But they are harmonizing when Veronica walks in, and she finds out that since Val quit the Pussycats, Val will be taking her spot. Um, and Veronica gets angry at Archie for basically replacing her. And Archie kind of is oblivious to the whole situation. He thinks that she was just giving doing him a favor, which I mean she was, and so he thought that replacing her wasn't going to be a big deal. Um, but then also it's clear that she's angry about the fact that Archie's dad kissed um, Veronica's mom and she brings that up 
and she brings up the fact that they're both married and Archie's like, well, my parents are separated and your dad is incarcerated. Um, but Veronica, yeah, always a great thing to say. Yeah, I know. Always a really great point (laughs) to bring up when you're in an argument with someone. But they kind of get really deep into all their family issues, and then Belle is just standing yeah. there, like, so awkward. I felt bad for her. Yeah, they're, like, very deep, especially bringing up the fact that, like, her dad is incarcerated. And that the, her parents are, like, both having affairs. So, anyway. Um, but Veronica gets very angry. She storms out, and she goes right into pussycat practice. And she asks to join the Pussycats. She needs, what was it, like a good way to channel her, productive her way to channel her anger. Yeah. Um, and they seem, like, very happy to have her. And mm-hmm. then we see the three Pussycats. I don't know the name of the third one. She's basically just there. She doesn't really yeah. talk. Um, they, like, strut down the hallway wearing their little cat ears Very and everyone's classic, like, like looking at them high school strutting down the hallway like the a popular mean girls kids. kind of moment yes um yeah. and veronica is officially part of the pussycats now that she has her cat ears yes. um but then we see jughead and betty and they are they took the bus to visit the sisters of quiet mercy um and so they sign in and they go to see polly and she's in some sort of rose garden and Polly is super relieved to see Betty and she says a line you found us which is very telling um and us specifically because she's pregnant which we didn't know that before this right no we didn't and Betty didn't know that either yes um so obviously Betty's surprised but ultimately she is happy for her um and Polly's very angry at their parents because basically Polly, their parents were telling Polly that Betty didn't want to see her and they were telling Betty that she was too unstable to see her. So they were kind of both lying to both of them. Um, And we find out that Jason's parents were the ones that want, or well both sets of parents wanted them to break up, but Jason's parents forced them to break up. Um, But then Polly told Jason that she was pregnant and so they had this whole plan that they were going to run away together on July 4th. Um, so a little bit more insight into the reason why Jason was escaping, potentially. Yeah, that's like a big reveal. A big, yes. Um, and so their plan was that they were going to meet on the other side of Sweetwater River. And um, I guess he, well then on the day that they were going to meet um polly was about to leave the house when um people from the sisters of quiet mercy basically took her away and locked her up um and so polly wants to know is jason okay because obviously the plan didn't work on her end and betty realizes that she doesn't know that jason is dead and she has to kind of break the news to her so kind of an emotional scene with polly and then this creepy woman from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, like, uh, confronts Betty and, like, locks her in some sort of room in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy and, like, separates her from Polly. Yeah, we definitely get the sense that Sisters of Quiet Mercy is, like, a pretty awful place. 
um, and even when they are, when they arrived, um, a woman, like a pretty creepy looking woman too, um, took Betty to go see Polly and she was like, well, she usually spends her quiet deliberance time in the Rose yeah. Garden. So we definitely get a sense that Polly's not being treated very well. It's um, like, what kind of place is this? I'm like still kind of confused. Yeah. Is this like legal? Well, clearly not. Because <laughs> she's being held there against her will. Yeah. But no um, one seems concerned about the fact that there's just, oh, like, this, like, but it, place. That... An important little detail that anyone who watched season three, I think it was season three, yeah, season three will understand, is um, Polly says, well, Polly's talking about, oh, how she wants to escape to find oh, Jason. Yes, yes. And she says, we'll go to the farm just like we planned. Mm-hmm. So... Yes. I wonder if they knew what was going to happen. They probably didn't. That was probably I remember just like thinking about what the farm, like thinking like, said. oh, the farm is such a nice, like it's like where they're going to escape. Oh, then. like such a nice place. Little do Little we know. Little do we know. <laughs> but that's a discussion for another day. Um, yes, we'll discuss the farm in great length. <laughs> <laughs> yes, too much length. Um, but then we go back to pussycat practice with Veronica. This is like their first official practice, I think. But Veronica is on her phone while they're trying to sing a song. And so Veronica and Josie get into this whole argument. Um, Josie's, like, talking about how she wants to impress her dad. And Veronica is like, I'm sorry, you have daddy issues. Which is just funny because the daddy issues that she will have later on is just like... Um, But Veronica's like, my dad's in jail right now, so you can't compare to my issues. Um... And they get into, like, a little argument. Because um, they're both under a lot of stress right now. But then it ends with, like, a sweet moment um, where yeah, Josie is like, oh, I'm sorry about your dad. And they seem to have empathy for each other. Yeah. Then we see Valerie. Or is her name just Val? Not Valerie. Well, we find out her name is Valerie. Or no. No, just kidding. That's Josephine. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know why I said Valerie. Val and Archie are singing together. Honestly, it sounded kind of good. Yeah. I do have I to like, say oh, his singing is, like, not together. bad in this episode. Yeah. Well, his songs and I was are bland, just watching his... Listen to Your Heart right before I um, watched this episode, so I was, like, oh, trying yes. to judge their um singing from like a listen to your heart judge perspective whatever that means <laughs> like oh. how compatible do they appear yeah it's like appear? do they have chemistry but um okay. that okay we'll was, get into that on our listen okay. to the heart is okay. episode but like that is so stupid yes yes but um back to but riverdale back to riverdale where was i oh then val is in, was in, like, a bit of a mood, um, and Archie asks, like, what's wrong with her, and it seems like she's having a little bit of regret about, um, leaving the Pussycats, because she had a lot of history with them, and that's where she found her voice, so and now she's, she's a little with some sort sad of sad about that. Loser musician. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why she would regret her decision. For sure. Um... But then, but yeah. Alice arrives 
at Sisters of Quiet Mercy, and she finds Betty there, and she um, says, like, that she pays the pays the nuns i guess that's who mm-hmm. works there the nuns um so she's notified anytime that polly gets in a visitor so she was probably anticipating that betty would probably take matters into her own hands and yeah. eventually figure out that polly was there um and, and then, then like polly yeah. yeah comes out she's crying and she sort of confronts her mom and she gets really mad at her and then these guys like wearing white come and like grab her and take her away very forcefully yeah how is alice okay with that like happening to her daughter right in front of her eyes yeah i don't know who knows (laughs) um and betty like makes a promise to polly that she'll get her out of there at some point we don't know exactly how that will happen but we hear that promise um, and then we go to dinner with Archie, Fred, um, Miles, who is Josie's dad. Miles. Um, Mayor McCoy, Josie, and Hermione. So very large group. Um, I don't know why Veronica isn't there. Or is she there? I don't think she's there. But it's like literally in Veronica's house and it's like all of her friends. Um, but they're having dinner in the, in the Lodge's household. Um, and they're kind of just discussing and, or just having like a conversation and Hermione says that she's excited that Veronica is playing with the pussycats, which is news to Miles, who is angry about that. Um, and also Josie is angry at Archie for kind of taking Val from her. Um, and Fred tries to cool the tension. He's like, isn't it just... Shouldn't we just be worried about them all having fun? Um, and Miles is like, no, this is very like, serious. Like, this is more than just having fun. Um, mm-hmm. So he's not happy with the situation. Yeah, I think that Fred kind of gets to shine in this episode as, like, the Reasonable nice, supportive parent. parent um, opposed to, like, every single other parent in this yeah. show. There's really I think no... Miles sort of serves as a foil for Fred in this episode. Mm-hmm sort of like a contrast to um like fred being like a proud and supportive dad so i think at the beginning of the show they didn't quite know what they were doing with fred and it it was sort of like um uh more of like he was more like a tough love kind of dad but i think he's grown they decided to develop him as like more of a just like really um what's the word Supporting. I'm like totally looking on the word I'm thinking of. Well, he's um, kind of a contrast to all of the other crazy parents yeah. in this town, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, we switch to Betty, who is talking to her dad and her mom. And Betty kind of confronts them and, or I guess they probably confronted her, but she says to her dad that there is a motive that he would have to kill Jason. And so she is, she thinks that he's the one that messed with the case files um, in Sheriff Keller's house and that she has reason to believe that he killed Jason. She's not sure, but she says there's, there's like evidence that points towards him. And Alice just like starts laughing 
Um, she's like, I wish he had killed Jason. I wish I had killed Jason. Um, which, again, never a good thing to say, but she never fails to say those things. Um, they have this whole argument about whether Polly is like, gone crazy or not. Um, and they sort of have this whole fight um, about whether or not Polly's telling the truth about their plot about their like plan to escape together um and betty doesn't believe her parents when they tell her that it was all a lie but they say that um she doesn't have to believe her because they're her parents so what they say goes Mm -hmm. so i feel bad for betty in this situation yeah but alice also said well after betty um brought up the fact that how could have possibly committed the murder um alice starts laughing and says you think he killed jason you think he had the stomach for it mm-hmm. so thought that was just a little a little bit interesting yeah um but anyways we return to the dinner at the lodge's house and fred presents why andrew's construction should get the contract for the development um where the whatever what was it, a mm-hmm. drive-in theater where that used to be um and and then um miles says i didn't expect you to be another dollar chasing gentrifier um <laughs> but so... then mayor mccoy's like no he's a working man <laughs> he's not trying to gentrify um but then she says, I would love to give you the contract, but the buyer is in actually already in the process of accepting a bid from a different contractor. Yeah, and they would need two um, shareholders' signatures to stop the process. So, mm-hmm. very convenient that you need two for the sake yeah. of the show. Um, but then we see Josie and veronica who are now friends because veronica is in the pussycats they're eating at pops together um veronica shares that fred and hermione are having some sort of relationship together um and veronica just wants things to return to the way um, they used to be with their father out of jail and their family back together um and Josie sort of says she thinks that maybe there's another side to the story, which now thinking back on it, I don't really know what she was referring to. Um, does she mean maybe Hiram had an affair? And that, I don't know. like, their marriage wasn't as stable as veronica thought it was i don't i didn't really understand that either because she like left it open-ended as if like the show was going to return to it later in the episode but and they they really they never didn't. really maybe they will later but to it. i honestly don't that, that was confusing um then it's archie and fred are talking and it was just kind of like a sweet dad moment he said that he would be proud of Archie whatever happens at the variety show which now like thinking back on it like I definitely think they're trying to play up like the supportive dad 
because the scene of it it was kind of pointless like they didn't exactly. really, nothing really got covered but like they're yes, very much he's trying the exact to be like opposite of Miles. He's so supportive. He's like he's so great. He'll support Archie no matter what. So they're clearly trying to push that narrative. Um and then we see Hermione um and she's asking Veronica if she could help her with something. She's holding some papers and Veronica asks if they're divorce papers. Um because I guess that idea is in Veronica's head right now. Um and Hermione reveals that she wants um, Veronica to co-sign um, to give Fred the contract because they are the buyer. And um, when or they at some point made Veronica a legal officer of Lodge Industries, so she can she has the ability to co-sign. It was after Hiram. Yeah was arrested, but Veronica didn't know this. Did she know before that they were the buyer? I don't... I think they did. I think she did. I don't know exactly okay. remember when. No, I feel like she did, too, actually. Because it would have well, been oh, a when bigger she found reveal. out that... They were talking um, with the serpent. Hiram was, like, operating um, his business from yeah. jail. So she must have known. Um, and uh, Veronica... Well, Veronica is very suspicious of this because obviously she's not the happiest with Fred right now. Um, and so she's like, if I sign these papers, will you stop seeing Fred? And Hermione's like, that's not going to happen. Um, and so Veronica sort of storms out angrily, says she won't sign, which is sad because really Fred is the better person in this situation. Um and Fred like does just Well, it's Hiram him. who would lose in that situation cuz Hiram had already um, had a contractor, but that, I guess... Yeah, um, and I would choose Fred over Hermione. Hermione didn't improve of, or she just wanted her boyfriend to get the job, which is the issue that Veronica had yeah, with it. Yeah, it's which ethically actually, questionable. Yeah. I mean, Veronica is sort of in the right... No, yeah, I think it's... Extent. I think, she, like, from what she knows, she's definitely in the right in thinking that it's probably questionable whether or not... Um, this situation is like should be happening Mm -hmm. but from what we know that like the other buyer is probably way worse than fred and it would ultimately hurt Hiram over fred like yeah we i would rather have fred have the contract so yes ultimately hermione's like doing it for the greater good but also hermione or fred is not only hermione's boyfriend but he's her employer so yeah if it's very um, Andrew's construction goes out of business, then she's going to be out of a job. But she also might have a lot of money, or well, she already has a lot of money. Um, but she also might have a lot of money from. Uh, Although the she gave new that giant like development, thing of, she gave that thing big thing of uh, cash to Mayor McCoy. So she doesn't. But they're have building all that something money. that's going to be very profitable for them. Yes. Um, so she'll be fine. But, not worried about her. Yeah, well, as always, we don't need to be <laughs> as always, about we're just not about the lodges. <laughs> <laughs> they are doing perfectly fine. Um, but Veronica doesn't sign, so when she leaves, Hermione forges Veronica's signature, which we just not know this decision. is not going to end well. Not um, good. And this is another uh, series in a pattern of um, Hermione breaking Veronica's trust. 
because Aww. I feel like at the beginning of the show they were like, oh, they, they have so such close. a close relationship. They would never lie to each other, and this is just like another um, example of that trust being broken. So kind of sad to see that relationship go because I, I like other um, other relationships. Yeah, and we don't really have any other good ones in this show. <laughs> we really don't. Um, but then we see a scene between Valerie and Archie, and he tells her that she should be playing with the Pussycats, and then he sort of mentions... He doesn't want to break up the Beatles. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to break up the Beatles, but he mentions that her dad is in town, and... Uh, Valerie hadn't, or Val, I don't know why I keep saying that, um, hadn't realized that. So she was like, okay, that's why she was acting like Catzilla. Um, um, and then she's like, oh, well, like, are you sure that you can, like, perform alone? And then Archie says, I was born alone. I'll die alone. Like, what does that I can even sing mean? Alone. Yeah, that logic does not make sense to me. Like, everybody was born alone unless you're a twin. <laughs> And well, everyone, I, I guess, like technically trying to have, like, this very dramatic moment. <laughs> like, I think um, uh, Val was also born alone. Yeah. Well, I'm like, like, is this supposed to be, like, a metaphor or something? Like, I'm just not catching where you're getting this. Yeah. So I don't know. I did not but... understand that logic. But Archie also, like, seems so in love with Val. Like, he's so, like... Yeah, he's really ...enamored her. by her. Um... um and then we see Jughead <gasps> knocking on Betty's window, which I just love this scene so much. He says, hey there, Juliet. <laughs> which is so cute. And I, like, uh, you yeah. were talking about this. I think we talked about this after the episode we recorded last week about how, like, you kind of saw the Cole Sprash obsession a little bit. Um yeah. And in this moment, I did, like, understand the really? Cole Sprouse obsession just a little bit. I'm not, like, fully there, but I was like, yeah. okay, He's, like, kind of weird, though. I was watching a lot of... I've been watching, like, a lot of Riverdale cast interviews lately. No, the and, whole like, he's a little weird. All of the boys in this cast are annoying. Or, well, there's I'm only, weird. like, two. I really like Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. And I, I, I like, also, really like Madeline oh i really like her too she's really funny (laughs) both of them like Um, i feel like understand that like this show should not be taken seriously yeah well yesterday i was watching i was telling luke about this and i think luke's watched some of these videos too Mm -hmm. but um there are videos like if you search on youtube like riverdale cast trashing the writing or something along the lines of that there's a lot of like videos that are like compilations of different interviews and it's really funny because they have a lot of the same like commentary about the writing that we have yeah so i think that's funny to watch i went down a rabbit Um, hole watching those videos like a few months ago and they're good there's like this one interview in particular which i ended up going and watching like the whole interview which i don't i can't remember the one at comic-con I think so. It's like or the it's guy the where... that it's the guy like sitting off to the side. Like yeah. every time you see him, he's like a different shot. And then it's like the whole cast and the boys are like in the back and they're like messing around the entire interview. And like <laughs> and um, Lily Reinhardt is like, "What are you guys doing?" Like they're like <laughs> messing around and like hitting each other. And it's just, like they like but seem like so immature. Also, there's some Cole Sprouse Lily Reinhardt news. Well, if anyone doesn't know, well, okay. Well, first of all, Cole Sprouse is the one who plays Jughead, and yeah. Lily Reinhardt is the one who plays Betty. Probably should establish um, that. But they they're dating in real life, and they've been dating for a little there's while. There's always now. like breakup 
breakup but then drama. I guess there were all rumors. these like cheating rumors going yeah. around recently. But she has been defending him like very mm-hmm. adamantly. So we don't know if they're real or not. I guess Cole Sprouse's there's over been party rumors that was they've... trending on Twitter on Twitter, but there's always like an over party. There was also <laughs> trending like Noah Schnapp like, is over day. party. Like literally like the actor from Riverdale or not from Riverdale, from Stranger Things that like everyone loves. Who like <laughs> and he's like fifteen years old, like why is he Why over? is Tom like last time I looked on Twitter it was Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. Do you know why he was over? I for, I did know for know. like two seconds. But it was like a I like don't reason. go on like, Twitter he's not that actually much time anymore, but like every time I go on there's like a new person that's over and I'm like, <laughs> Why are they over? <laughs> Like, there's no like, one the left tweets never at this point. tell you. <laughs> well, and then the it's like every all... single tweet is like, why is this person over? I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah. understand. Or the tweets are like, oh my god, this person doesn't deserve to be over. Yeah, and we're like, but... well, then stop using this hashtag because it's just making it trend higher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that um, is like a daily, obs- uh, daily frustration. With... I think yeah. Twitter needs to like, fix their algorithm so that they, you can actually understand what like why yeah. the trend started not just like everyone reacting to the fact that it is well there should be like a separate little um section for like the over parties so if you don't want to look at that you don't have <laughs> or, like to. a way you could just filter out like all over party tweets <laughs> and then if it's, like they're really over, over tweet, then it will be like they'll write like a description of why they're over yeah if they're like really over then you'll find like, out somewhere somehow like somehow yeah um but yeah there's always like rumors that they're about to break up between Lily and Cole. There's always like it's like every single month. But I kind of like them together. Yes. Well, and they're together in uh real life and in the scene. In the show. They're Yeah. This is where they <laughs> finally scene. get together. So it's taken well, them six episodes. Well, I want to say finally. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. It's taken them six <laughs> episodes. But we've been hinting at the tension because they've been alone together a lot this season or this well first yeah five episodes. well okay we should first just talk about this scene and then we, yeah. can, we can talk about our, yeah. so our thoughts he so, knocks in her window he says hey there juliet um betty's smile is very genuine very cute um Aww. and they are talking and betty's basically like my parents are crazy she kind of recounts their conversation that she just had with them um and Draghead is like, we are not our parents, Betty. We are not our family. And then they have a moment. They lock eyes. And then he kisses her. It's a great oh moment. God. Great moment. Um, well, before we continue on, I feel like we should just like talk about this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So I know we've been, or at least I have a lot, been, like, hinting about, like, every interaction. I'm like, oh, that was so flirty or whatever. But honestly, there's not that much, like, of a buildup of tension. The first time I watched this show, like, I didn't even think about anything between them. I was like, oh, they're just, like, friends. And then they kissed, and I was like, what? (laughs) Um, Like, I literally just did not even think about it at all. It was a little Um, out of the blue. If you didn't see it coming. (laughs) I think... And so I was like waiting, like before this episode, I was like, when is it going to happen? I was thinking it was like You're talking episode to me eight or nine. I think I was talking to you about it today. Like, when is it going to happen? I didn't even remember if it was this season or not. Like, I get, I, I knew it was it this went, season, but I, but I thought it was a little bit later on. And I, what I was thinking was like, 
I feel like they should have, like, built this up for a while, and they they could have done, like, a will-they-won't-they kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, built up a lot of tension and, like, got fans really rooting for them. And I think yeah. it fits with these characters more, because Jughead is, like, kind of awkward, so you might not think that he would, he would like, like make take a move the initiative like in this situation. He wouldn't make yeah. the move. And Betty might be sort of reluctant about dating a friend, or especially confessing her feelings for a friend. Like kind of weird. Um, but especially after what happened with Archie, yeah. um, I feel like she might not be like super open about that. They could have so drawn it like, out definitely. And then they could have like brought in like other people, like oh Betty starts a dating Trev. And <laughs> <Yeah>. then... <laughs> Wait, we should like rewrite this show. I feel like we yeah, have we really really good should. ideas. And just make Trev the star. Well. <laughs> Well, we could have Trev, and, like, she's, like, not happy with Trev, but she's, like, he's, like, a stable person, but then Jughead is, like, making her feel confused, and Jughead is sad because she's with Trev, and then at the final episode, when they, like, reveal the, or when they figure out what's happening, then they, like, have a moment, like, that would be, that would be Mm -hmm. great. I also Um, think this is really early to have, like, two of the main characters get together, because then, I mean, they didn't know how long this show was going to continue on for, but then if it goes on for a while, then you either have to break them up or give them, like, some obstacles for their relationship, because you can't just have, like, two people happily together, especially yeah. in, like, a soap opera. Um, yeah, or, like, any sort of teen drama like, like this. Like, even on, like, The Office, um, after they got Jim and Pam together, like, they really struggled, like, what are we going to do with them? And they um, had, they, like added a lot of like relationship drama to make it interesting and and that was a relationship they dragged out three seasons and this was like six episodes at the same time when i this is all what i was thinking about before this scene happened but when i watched this scene i was like i kind of like this scene too though so i don't know but i also like love like the surprise element of it like i feel like that yeah was, like it like caught it you off guard like, okay, and then all of a sudden you're like oh my happen. god like this is so cute like i really i feel like it's yeah. a very good couple and so but you don't necessarily see it coming so i think there is value to the way they did it as well yeah um anyway after they have their kiss um betty all of a sudden has this moment where she realizes the car that Polly was talking about so Polly, when she's mentioning um jason and her plan to escape she talks about this car that they had like set up that was like their getaway car basically and they hit it she hit it like in the middle of the woods sort of off the highway somewhere um and so betty realizes that this car would be a good way to to find out if polly was telling the truth in her story so that is Mm -hmm. what their plan is now it's like they kiss and then right she like breaks away and she's like the car and like Jughead's like you're like ruining the moment <laughs> but it's like so moment. perfect for them yeah. I love it um so yeah then we go to the variety show which is a whole long scene um it starts with kind of Val talking to Josie um, and she's saying that she's not going to sing with Archie and she wants to sing with the Pussycats um, because their voices blend well together. Um, and at first Josie resists, but ultimately she's like, there's always room for another girl in my litter. Another cat reference. 
Also, in this moment, there's like a very obvious product placement. Yes. It's another CoverGirl product placement. And that happened before. um, There was another CoverGirl like lipstick Mm -hmm. um, product placement, a couple episodes. So I guess they have some sort of deal with it. And also, randomly, I think Lily Reinhart is a CoverGirl right now. Oh. But I don't know. Yeah. If, but that this is like three years later, so I don't know. Yeah, this was a while ago. Also, Lily Reinhardt came into the show really young. She was like right out of high school, I think. Yeah. She's like probably. She's, she's 23 doing, now. But. She's doing well, I think. She went to the Met Gala last year. She's, she was in Hustlers. Like, yeah. that's a pretty big deal. I feel like she's. Well, she's releasing a poetry book right now. Oh, yeah. I, I was I just like looking her, her up today. And then it was, like, book. And I was, like, she wrote a book, and I clicked on it, and it came out today. I just, oh, how perfect. I just watched this, like, live that she did with Miley Cyrus on Instagram where she was promoting it. Yeah, I I saw that she was, like, friends with Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I like her. She's, like... I like her, too. Celebrity that I can get behind. (laughs) Um, So, I guess, anyway, Josie, like, adds Lily Reinhardt to their... uh, performance so now they have four girls instead of three which is kind of a very last minute decision um so uh, i'm wondering how that's gonna work but (laughs) i guess it works out well for them because they can pull off any musical performance um it didn't work for miles though well i think that wasn't i think the addition (laughs) of valerie wasn't what didn't work for miles yeah yeah um and so they go on stage they do their song good as usual um yeah they're wearing like leopard print leotards with yeah. tails i believe mm-hmm. interesting interesting a, choice of outfits yeah but. this is veronica's singing debut so she can sing and hermione's like so proud she's yeah. like really she's into so it happy because her girl is like making friends in a new school you know she's and really even found though herself yeah even though they're like they're not on the best terms right now their relationship's not going the yeah. best she still so seems proud. like she genuinely is like proud of her daughter, mm-hmm. so that's that's nice. And then we get this the first time we get a scene where they're like singing and then they're like doing something else at the same time. Like there's another sing scene going on because we sw- see um, Betty and Jughead investigating the car, which I just love when they do like these performances and then they like have scenes at the same time. I feel like it like works yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And usually like, like the too. music incorporates well into like what they're doing. Like it's like and then it allows perfect. them to include the music, but not just have a long scene of yeah us watching them play music because that which just, can get boring. Like, kind of waste of time. Then you yeah. focus on their music and it maybe not the best. Um, <laughs> but so we see them; they're investigating this car. That was Jason's car, and they see, they find Jason's Letterman jacket, so they know it is his car. But then they also find a whole bunch of like bricks of drugs, basically. So they never like say what dr- they're just like drugs, but they're yeah. not like. <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> maybe they don't it's get it jingle close jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is actually, <laughs> um, but. They don't really get a good look because they just take a picture and then they're like, "This is a crime scene. We should tell the police." Well, Which yeah. is like John had like picks up the drugs that they're like talking to the police. When have <laughs> well, they that, ever thought that? Yeah. Well, because they actually like discovered something. Um, yeah, I guess this but, is like their first real like discovery. And also, like, they don't want to get 
like caught because their like fingerprints are on the car if the car was eventually found by the police because Jughead like picks up the drugs and then yeah. Buddy's like like probably wasn't... can't be touching that and he's like oh yeah yeah probably a good um, idea not to touch that and then we also see there's like someone in the bushes watching them which is yeah scary um but then we go back to the performance um miles well they're doing well but then miles walks out of the audience and and you just see josie's face well she was already looking really nervous but she's just totally crushed Mm -hmm. when he walks out and i feel for Um, her it's like the whole audience is loving it mayor mccoy is loving it but all that matters to her is what her dad thinks so it's kind of sad yeah i feel bad for her I, well, they all have overbearing parents, so I feel bad for all of them. Yeah, all their parents suck, except for Archie. In some situations. In most. Well, yeah, I, in most yeah, situations. I think now. No. And well, some people, there's definitely some character development that goes on. So. I think Sheriff Keller's a pretty good parent. He's trying. He's trying yeah, to be. Yeah, I mean, he's making parent. an effort. You can't, like, expect them to be, like, amazing, but... They're doing pretty mm-hmm. well. Um, but then Archie's about to perform um, his original song, I'll Try. Which I wonder if that's like available on iTunes. But not that I would <laughs> want to listen to it on iTunes, but just out of curiosity. Um, well, probably in the soundtrack. Riverdale yeah, soundtrack. probably. We should yeah. look it up. Um, yeah, we could like put a snippet of it in our episode. Although we don't <laughs> want to get copyright. Um so anyway, Veronica and Archie have like a backstage moment. Um, Archie apologizes to Veronica and Veronica apologizes to Archie. Um, and Veronica's very stressed out. She's hanging on by her whiskers. Another cat reference. <laughs> I guess once you join the Pussycats, it's all cat references. Um, and Archie is a little bit nervous to perform on his own. Um, but he says he has to do it alone. He can't do it with... Just like he was born and just like he'll yeah. die. Um, exactly. I just found the soundtrack on Apple Music and I'll Try is on it, as mm-hmm. well as I Got You. So, is that his other definitely. original song? That's the one he was doing with um, whatever her name is. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, some two so. very bland names to it, two very bland songs. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Um,. So Archie performs. It's bland. It's a as I said. fine. It's, it's, I feel like it kind of reminds me of John Mayer. Like that. Well, I think that's style probably what he's taking inspiration from. His voice <laughs> he's just is like, like good. He's a lot like Ryan from Listen to Your Heart. Honestly, he is. Like he just no, cares about Ryan the music. Way... He's not that interesting. No, no. <laughs> but Ryan has way better, more interesting vo- voice and is way better performance. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. get into that in our episode about that. Yeah, I'm just like I'm curious to see where parallels. Ryan ends. I mean, honestly, they're like the same show at this point. Um, <laughs> and I one thought I had was that RJ's outfit is kind of just very dorky. He's wearing like this like blue oh, button down shirt notice. and then like these like blue jeans, so kind of a blue outfit. And I think he's wearing blue Converse too. <laughs> um, but you know. Wasn't really yeah. dressed for the occasion, especially compared to like the leotard situation compared to going the on. Yeah. yeah, so uh, just another reason why Archie's performance is just not that amazing. Like he didn't even care to like dress that nicely. Um, 
But we quickly cut to Betty telling Sheriff Keller that they found the car. She texted him, apparently, because I guess Betty has his phone number They're and like texts the sheriff. Yeah, I know. That was kind of a weird. <laughs> well, weird she's uh, like an aspiring detective, so. Yeah. Maybe, so guess, maybe she could do an internship with him yeah. over the summer or something. Yeah. Um, um, but the, everyone loves Archie's performance. The whole audience is like, yeah, standing ovation. And... Oh wait, wait. Also, did you did you catch the moment where Betty was like looking up at the intercom? Oh yeah. Do you know why? Like, because she was like, I didn't oh, understand he's that. Singing. Oh, she hears I him didn't. Singing. Oh, because at like, first I don't I didn't know why his performance would be going at first the I was intercom. Like, why are they um at the school? Because Sheriff Kelly's probably watching. The... But then I was like. Uh, well, because his, his son is, like, the coordinator in the MC. Yeah. Um, but I was like, why are they meeting at the school? Is like, that they're just, like, a meeting location? That they only have so many sets. Like, I mean, they the variety, have to reuse whatever. them. <laughs> variety show. But um, apparently Archie's, like, music is going through the loudspeaker as well. It's just... Oh, so Betty is still longing for Archie a little I bit. I think maybe she's, she's maybe proud between... of him. I think she's proud of him for, like, overcoming Jughead. his fear. And, yeah. Like, no, I think it was more I'm, of like a friendship moment, not like a. It's, I'm very moment. glad they moved on from the Betty Archie thing. Buck yeah, I'm tired of so it. So much better, and also just the um, Betty, or the Betty Veronica and Archie love triangle just did not work. Yeah, um, I think the I new writers, the... the new writers and directors, like saw that and really yeah. just like were like, no, we're taking it a different direction. Yeah, I prefer the Val. Veronica and Archie love triangle. Yeah, much more interesting. Um, and I think both of them are better fit for him than Betty anyway. Yeah. Um, sure. So then um, Archie is like walking out of the auditorium. Everyone is like loving him. He's getting congratulated by his team who was originally making fun of him, but now they are supportive. So they've come around to him and then um he, he, like, meets Val in the middle of the hallway. They have a moment, and then they kiss in front of the whole school. <laughs> in Aww. the middle of the school hallway. But, Just sweet. Yeah. But. But they didn't show. I thought they were going to, like, pan to Veronica's face, and she was going to, like, look super jealous. But they didn't yeah. do that. So. They don't. I think they showed up. I think that would have been good. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can. We, can, we should, like, type up all of our notes to them and, like. Tell them to reshoot, <laughs> remake the show. Um, but then we Veronica does get a moment here because she um, confronts or she sees Fred and Hermione talking and they're like standing very close to each other. And then she basically confronts them and is like, like, what are you guys doing here? And Fred is like, oh, Hermione was just telling me that we got the contract for the construction which means that Ooh. veronica basically realizes that her mom forged her signature or some sort of foul play was going on um and veronica says to her mom it looks like you won so we oh. will be getting more tension i'm sure in the next episode about the veronica hermione oh. ongoing relationship yes. Um, um, then we see Mayor McCoy, um, comfort Josie, who's in the bathroom crying. Yeah. So, even though she was being a little hard on her daughter before, 
she's clearly a much better parent than Miles. Yeah. Much more supportive. And we get this whole, like, narration from Jughead about fear, which we started the episode with, and now makes a little bit more sense. Um, and we see Betty and Jughead going back to the car with now with Sheriff Keller, and the car is on fire. Well, no, Betty and Jughead aren't there. Oh. Just Sheriff just Keller goes with, like, his assistant or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the car is And they see fire. the car is burning. So, so all the evidence is burned. But then um, Betty and Jughead mm, go to yeah, Sisters yeah. of Quiet Mercy, and they go to Polly's room, and they see that the window has been shattered. And so... Polly must have escaped out the window. And then they sort of imply, was it Polly who burned the car? Oh. I didn't even think about that. So, which Um, at this point, we don't know who else has knowledge um, that the car exists. So, they definitely were heavily suggesting that it could have been Polly. And they're like, she's somewhere off in the woods. What else is she going to do next? Yeah. And there's like blood on the window. It's very like spooky. Kind of gross. Yeah. Um, and that's the episode. Yeah, I think it was a good episode. I liked it. it more. The more episode. we talked about it, the more I enjoyed it. Actually, I there's a lot of good moments, and especially yeah. the start of these romance <laughs> and love triangles. It's very good. The writers know what they're doing. <laughs> Again, I'm like so confused by the title of this episode. Like, I know they were just trying to Faster, make it fit. Faster, like Pussycats, a... Kill, Kill. First of all, who would name their movie that? <laughs> like, I mean, the plot the sounds, like, so like... ridiculous. Maybe it's a, um, it's from 1965, so... It's I'm gonna go and just watch movie. and see where you can watch it. Let's see. It's only, like, an hour and 20-something minutes, too, so it's, like, not even... Yeah. I don't know if long. it's worth watching them. Yeah. Know, let's see where... Our viewers can watch this movie. Um, you can find this movie nowhere. <laughs> there is um, not probably find anywhere. it on YouTube. Oh, that's I true. Probably. Can. Um, but this director also has a movie called Super Vixens, so maybe oh. that'll be a title of one of the episodes. Super Vixens, yeah, maybe. But yeah, I like this. I like this episode a lot. Um, Good episode. And I think that's um, all we have yeah. for this episode of our podcast. Do we know what we're covering on... Oh, we do. Dead we to Me. It. Yes, Dead to Me Season 2. We're going to binge it. Yes, an update on my um, rewatching of Season 1. I decided that I was going to give up on my efforts. I'm going... I rewatched like the first two episodes, I think. That's I'm going to rewatch the last one. I don't so think I'm like it up needs to date. Watching. But I it's feel like I much less how enjoyable. It ends. Yeah, because yeah. it's a show you just want to find out what happens. It's much less enjoyable to rewatch it, and it's actually. And I found. I feel like when I first started rewatching Riverdale, that's how I felt. I was like, well, it's really not very enjoyable to watch this time because I already know what happens. So I'm not like. But there's like a it's lot not of. not the suspense that's getting me, but now I'm starting to get more into Riverdale. I'm not like dying to watch the next episode but I'm starting to become more invested so yeah and I think yeah well dead to me it's just like you already know what's gonna happen and there it's like the whole point yeah. is like every single episode they reveal like more aspects of this like um like increasingly large 
um, mystery, basically. So when you already know how it's going to end, it's like really not and that engaging. I really like the ending of Dead to Me, but I feel like this this season is just, I feel like I know already, it's just going to be really bad, like worse than the first season. But we're still going to watch it, we're good. still going to talk about it. It'll be fun. Yeah. And until um, then, or go ahead. Soon. We're going to be doing a Listen to Your Heart episode, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I actually am now, like, very invested in how this Oh, but it comes end. out on a, on a on a Monday. Are we going to wait till the next Sunday to release that episode? I guess we will have to. <sighs> we could do an emergency episode. <laughs> emergency episode. <laughs> or we could just swap our Riverdale and... Oh, true. Yeah, you're getting, like, a behind-the-scenes look. Yeah, this is what our discussions are when we're not... Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this on there. Um, but until our next episode, you can find us on social media. We have Instagram and Twitter. They're both uh, Pops Pop Culture. Um, and you can send us an email, too. No one sends us an email. But if you would like to send us an email to yeah, our very small number of very dedicated listeners you can send it to pops and pop culture at gmail.com and of course you should leave us a review on apple podcasts give us five stars and subscribe and if you're listening on spotify make sure to follow us so you can see all of our newest episodes um until then or until the next episode 